you know, there was one particular company where I was a senior executive in on the executive leadership team. We met once a week. It was a 20 minute meeting and we all stood up and around the table and there was, there was lively discussion. We knew what we were working towards. There were decisions being made. The notes were circulated afterwards. The bare minimum of the people were in there, but it was sort of this oddball 20, 20 minutes or 25 minutes. And you kind of pay attention to that time frame as well, uh, mm-hmm. which, which is kind of fun. This is Pete Moore at Halo Talks NYC, part of the Halo Academy. I'm here today with Matt Spielman, and he's going to give us a little background on effective team meetings. Matt, good to see you again. It's great to see you, Pete. And this is one of those where we've heard a lot of death by PowerPoint, and we've also heard people rumbling that all we do is go from meeting to meeting, and I'm not really sure what we accomplish, when in fact, Pete, if you think about the number of people that are in meetings, how much time they spend, they could be very senior people. How expensive are meetings, really? Just kind of multiplying the, yeah. the per hour times right. the number of people and the downtime. And right. Yeah, so, significant. So why shouldn't an organization give a little bit of extra thought about how to get the most out of the meetings, potentially how to minimize the meetings while also maximize them, right? That makes sense. Sure. Well, I mean, okay. in a NFL game, what do you have? You got a 30 second, 30, 40 second huddle, and then yeah. like we're on to the next play. So maybe that's a good it, 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 barometer for it, what, how much you need. It really is. And, you know, halftime is 15 minutes, and we have two quarters to play, and 14 million people are watching. And we, we got to get this right. We got to figure something out. So there are a couple of, of do's and don'ts in terms of meetings. And what I'd like to share with you, we have, you know, as we work with companies here uh, at Integrity Square, Halo Advisors, uh, and you know, through the Halo Academy in terms of the documents that we have and best practices, we have the 10 commandments of how to run effective meetings. We're not gonna go through all 10 right now, but I'd like to share a handful with you. Great. So right off the bat, the person who's the most senior, and let's, let's just call her the CEO, she should assign an owner for that particular meeting. And that owner is going to change uh, from meeting to meeting. But let's say it's, it's Pete, you're going to be the owner of this meeting. So you are responsible for collecting from the individuals who are going to attend the meeting. And we'll, we'll get that in, in a moment in terms of who's going to attend. What should the agenda be? So you are gathering the items that we're going to discuss in the meeting. And you're going to ask, you know, any, uh, all the attendees, are there any kind of key issues that, that we wish to address? Okay. You also, st- and you're going to circulate that 24 hours in advance so people get to, get to view that, or at least some time in advance so people get to digest and also respond, say, hey, I think we're missing something here. On that document, you also should specify the objective of uh, next to each one of those. Are we deciding whether to allocate funds to that initiative? Are we determining that we're going to open up a position to interview for? Are we just talking about to ladder up to ultimately learn more about a particular topic? What is the objective of that particular agenda item? Got it. So we know when we're going through it, did we accomplish what we need to accomplish? So let's talk about the attendees. How often have you been in a meeting where, let's say, 
50 or more percent of the people who are in that meeting really don't need to be there. Most of the time. Yeah. So really, as the owner of that meeting, in this case, we're still sticking with you as the owner of that meeting, think to yourself, who is going, who really needs to be there? Who's going to contribute? And there are definitely key stakeholders that are not going to be in the meeting. And it should be communicated to them that, look, we're valuing everybody's time. We're going to have just those people who are going to contribute and be part of the decision-making process. And you can also weigh in. And we will circulate the key findings and outcomes of that meeting to the key stakeholders. But again, Pete, remember, we want to minimize the time spent in meetings from all the people to make it as least expensive as possible and yield the highest outcome. So at the bare minimum, who needs to be in that meeting? So that's number two, the attendees. And, and just as an aside, I, I was listening to uh, Jack Dorsey at, uh, at Twitter one time, and he said, yeah, as a company grew, not everyone would need to be in a meeting, but they agreed that all the, the notes would be sent out to everyone. Absolutely. So like there was a transparency to the meetings, and it wasn't like someone's not in the meeting for any particular reason. So I thought that was a really good cultural move on their end. That, that couldn't be any more spot on. Yeah, uh, and, and thanks, thanks for sharing that. I also like, and I've seen it work really well in many organizations and many organizations that I and we work with is pick an eight, you know, what's the typical time, you know, where people say, you know, we're going to meet from one to whatever. What's the typical time that people set out for a meeting? I'd say 30 to 45 minutes. Or, you know, we're like, let's do that hour block. But why does it have to be that? Let's take 20 minutes and let's, let's actually all stand up in the meeting. I've, I've, and it's amazing. You actually get a lot more done if you kind of stand up and, you know, there was one particular company where I was a senior executive in on the executive leadership team. We met once a week. It was a 20-minute meeting, and we all stood up and around the table, and there was, there was lively discussion. We knew what we were working towards. There were decisions being made. The notes were circulated afterwards. The bare minimum of the people were in there. But it was sort of this oddball 20, 20 minutes or 25 minutes, and you kind of pay attention to that time frame as well, uh, mm-hmm. which, which is kind of fun. Small one. Here's a really big one, and this would be number four circulate any materials that people need to read and talk about or decide upon or against ahead of time. Mm -hmm. How many meetings have you been in where somebody walks you through a 15 to 20 page PowerPoint deck and you're just sort of sitting there and and, and absorbing what it is that that person's walking you through? Yeah. I would argue that sometimes people do that deliberately, <laughs> not just uh, because of the time management on their end, but you know, it's not even, so it's sure. not even the time management, but let's say you circulated, say, Hey, I've, I've been working on uh, Q2 marketing expenditures that we think are going to fill up the pipeline for what we need. Here is the, the presentation that I've put together, please read and we will discuss. So you use the time in the meeting, to actually address, you know, the author, hey, you know, when you wrote this on page two, I had a question about that. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, thanks for sending that ahead of time. I think maybe we want to tweak it by 20% higher. Let's talk about that. So instead of the person taking 15, 20 minutes to walk through a PowerPoint presentation that we could have read ahead of time, we all assume that we read the materials and we talk about it. Now, this is Jeff Bezos started something at Amazon many, many years ago where people, they don't use PowerPoint, they write something called, uh, I believe it's, it's, it's memos, and it's mm-hmm. a, like a five-page memo, and they have a full template for it. And what they do at the start of every meeting is everybody reads that particular memo. So everybody in the room is on the same page, and then they talk about it. 
I, that's very, very useful for Amazon, and that, that makes a whole lot of, and it, it can make sense for many companies. In an ideal world, that memo or the PowerPoint or whatever the medium is, is sent ahead of time. People have read it, and then they can talk about it and decide on it. It's interesting, though, from a standpoint of making sure everyone actually read it, yeah. is to have them sit there and do it in front of you. I did that in a conservative temple once when I was very far <laughs> behind. Uh, but yeah. yeah, I think that's important. Um, one, one of the other questions I had for you on, on the team side, and obviously you've been in, in sports and, and I've been as well. And, you know, when, when you have the team there and you're saying people are standing up, you know, it, it kind of makes you feel like mm -hmm. you're part of a team and you're not part of a, a meeting. Like, I feel like there's maybe yeah. a delineation between the two. So the, I, I think there, there is, and it's a really good observation on, on your part where there is a sort of sit down, lean back, reactive feeling versus a stand up, lean forward, proactive feeling. I've had the good fortune of, of seeing Tony Robbins present and actually present is probably not the right word, just energize the entire room on a couple of occasions. The first thing he asks when he, when he runs into the room is, everybody stand up. You can't take this in if you're sitting down. So I, I think that's exactly to mm -hmm. your point. Got it. Yeah. Agreed. And then just in, in, in closing, I think, you know, I'm, I'm going to revisit, you know, determine the objectives of the meeting. And that's, again, up to the, the, the leader of that particular meeting, which switches uh, from meeting to meeting. So everybody also knows that, okay, Pete led, Pete created the agenda and he's taking the notes and circulate him this time. Next time it's Matt, next time it's Bob, next time it's Jane, next time it's Joan. So everybody's kind of, to your point about kind of being involved and kind of being in the mix, um, just like on a sports team. Sure. And then yeah. you've got a document that, that we'll have up on the academy oh, that, sure. that kind of yeah. you know, walks through, like here's efficient meetings and here's yeah. different roads you can go down. And that's great. Yeah. Good. All right. Well, thanks for sharing those, um, th those best practices with us and uh, look forward to catching you on the next podcast here in a couple of minutes. My pleasure.